Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin Read. I have one thing to say. You better work. Drag Race. Become a very popular show culturally. You have all kinds of performers who are all dressed up, transgendered. They are styling and profiling. And yes, Diego, three snaps up. Now, they're on television. They're in clubs. They're in their venues. But... In the last three days, we learned that there was a funeral for a transgender activist at St. Patrick's Cathedral. And the name of the person who had passed away had referred to herself as St. Cecilia, the mother of all whores. And I will tell you this, as many of you know, I've had a love-hate relationship with the church of my birth, Roman Catholic Church. I am an AMP Catholic, ashes on Wednesday, palms on Sunday, then you don't see me for a month of Sundays. Part of my life I've gone to Catholic school. I got kicked out of a Catholic school by the Jesuits, and rightfully so, my senior year at Brooklyn Prep, because they taught me that there are actual action, there are consequences for your actions. And uh, there are people who are getting upset on the far, far left, progressive socialists who think it was A-OK for the transgenders who attended the funeral for St. Cecilia, the mother of all whores, uh, all upset that the archdiocese feels that they were bamboozled and never told the truth about what this funeral procession would be like in the funeral service. Well, if you know your Catholic churches, they're not all the same. There are some that lean very, very left, almost to the point where they are liberational theologists, Marxists. And there are others who are open culturally to all practices that exist in this society. But to go to St. Patrick's Cathedral knowingly and to uh, basically exalt the principles of St. Cecilia, the mother of all whores, 
and the words that were used and the terminology that was used. Remember, it's a, an open cathedral. There were other people there. They don't con- they don't close the cathedral for a funeral mass. How do I know that? The funeral mass for my father Chester was done there. Monsignor Casada was to give the eulogy. He was there, but I, I bogarted him. I said, no, I give the eulogy for my father. And they let me do it. And he was not a friend of the Catholic Church, unlike my mother, Francesca, who also had her funeral service at St. Patrick's Cathedral. And she was bound to the church. And Monsignor Casada, as you all know, was a, a school um, school uh, friend, school years where uh, he went to Holy Family School, and I ended up going to St. Matthew's School up there in Crown Heights. So uh, there was a lot of reasons to have the funeral mass in St. Patrick's Cathedral. It probably wouldn't have been the choice of my dad, but definitely was my mother, because both of them, like so many other couples, were married right before World War II, before my dad had his ship out, and like many men, maybe never to come back, or to come back impaired or in no longer the same shape that he was when my mother first met him. Luckily, he did come back, and they were able to actually celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary in St. Patrick's Cathedral and recommit. Gee. So I've had great experiences in St. Patrick's Cathedral, but it's not a place where you ever have just one ceremony, one ceremony alone. Generally not, because there are people coming from all over the world who want to go into this great cathedral, this great shrine. And they're not all religious, and they're not all Catholics. Look, when Bernard McGurk, when we had a commemoration for Bernard McGurk, Cardinal Dolan allowed us to use St. Patrick's Cathedral, and many and many of you came. But what the hell was this? The church then, the day after, called for a mass of reparation. I thought they were talking like reparation 40 acres in a mew. I never heard that term. I guess it was sort of like an exorcism of the church because so many foul things had been said, so many bad things had transpired in the church. And Look, there's so many places you can do this. Come on. Come on. You know... The church was always explained to me by the nuns because I always trusted the nuns. I never trusted the priests. That the church is a hospital for sinners, not a rest home for saints. And the church is always there. And if uh, you happen to be Roman Catholic, uh, you're entitled to final services if they have room for you. There are many other churches that do that. Many in poor places, middle-class places, wealthy places, suburbs, rural areas, urban areas. You're entitled to that. I remember in many discussions I had with my Kumbadici, Trudy Giuliani, about the rights of a Roman Catholic mobster, member of organized crime, whether a Bonanno, Colombo, Lucchese, Genovese, Cambino, that in death can they have a Catholic service, can they be buried in a Catholic cemetery? And that has always caused a lot of derision. In some places, uh, it has been all right. In other places, not. And that that has been tempestuous at times. But this, I, I, I don't know. The only way I can describe it is a shanda. It's a disgraziata. There's really no no rationale for having done this. It had to be done on purpose. I cannot believe for the life of me 
that they wanted scheduled a funeral mass in St. Patrick's Cathedral for a leader in the transgender community who described herself in life as an atheist, who had no links, no roots to the Roman Catholic Church, and referred to herself as St. Cecilia, the mother of all whores. And that's not the worst of it, but why? Why go to people of faith and rub it in their faces and aggravate them? Uh, Let me take you back. You're probably not aware of this, Diego, since now your career is involved in radio. Uh, But actually, Sid Rosenberg uh, alluded to this earlier this morning when I was on with him, 7.05, as I am every Monday and Friday. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 